this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to another Disney at Work and Play podcast. Yesterday, we had a chance to spend a little time with our favorite purple dragon figment over in Future World of Epcot. Today, we're heading over to World Showcase to look at not one, but two dragons. Uh, unlike Maleficent Dragon or Figment or our little sea serpent at the submarine voyage, these stories don't originate through Disney lore. Rather, they are centuries-old tales. Both Germany and Italy at World Showcase offers a statue of someone slaying a dragon. While they represent two different heroes, their lives and experiences are parallel. Let's start in Germany in the Platz. And by the way, make sure that you check out our uh, notes page for DisneyAtWork.com and DisneyAtPlay.com because uh, they show a lot of images and details from this podcast. All right, first Germany. This is the story of St. George. Here, when you visit Germany, and I love the, the, the gingerbread detail that you get when you go into this land. It just encompasses you as you head toward the center of it. And there in the center, before the clock tower, lies a fairly modest fountain with a pillar and a statue of a knight slaying a dragon. The statue you see is uh, at Epcot is reminiscent of the statue of St. George located in Rothenburg, Germany. Our first story is about this knight, St. George. There was a dragon which nested near a spring of water, hence why there's a fountain underneath. In order for the people of the village to obtain water to drink, those people would have to draw out the dragon away from the spring. In order to do so, they would offer up a lamb or some small animal. But if that didn't take, they would draw straws and offer a young maiden. Only as luck would have it, the straw fell to the king's daughter. The king cried for help, and St. George appeared and slayed the dragon with a magic sword called the Sword of Ascalon. But what is the real story of St. George? While you see these statues all throughout Germany, what is the real tale? While not entirely certain, it is believed by many that George was born in the late 3rd century by a father who was an important Roman army official and whose mother was a Palestinian. George, meaning, quote, worker of the land, end of quote, lost his parents while he was still young. He enlisted at a young age as a soldier and was favored by Emperor Diocletian. In time, he was promoted to the station of Tribunus, and stationed as an imperial guard. In AD 302, Diocletian made an edict that every Christian soldier denounce Christianity and offer sacrifices to pagan gods. George, loyal to the king, but more loyal to his faith, renounced the edict and declared himself publicly to be a Christian. To change his mind, Diocletian tried to persuade him otherwise with gifts of money, land, and even slaves. George refused, and Diocletian was left with no other choice than to put George to death. Before dying, George left his wealth for others, then went through a brutal torture, and was eventually 
decapitated. In time, George would become a model of chivalry and a patron saint to soldiers. His legacy endures throughout much of Northern Europe, not just Germany. Even though many question the connection with the dragon and all, no one questions the values of courage and fortitude this tale has come to represent. Now, Germany is one pavilion with the dragon, but there's another one, and that's Italy. The Italy Pavilion and World Showcase at Epcot builds off of the city of Venice. Here we see several statues, um, and one of them offers a statue of one slaying a dragon. In Italy, the statue is known as Prince Theodore, and he graces the entrance to the Plaza di San Marco, or St. Mark's Square. The dragon in this tale was also a challenge to the nearby community. To satisfy the appetites of the dragon, believed to be a large crocodile and looking somewhat like that in the statue, the priests in practicing idol worship would sacrifice the children of Christians during that time. One Christian widow cried out in prayer when her children were being thrown to the dragon, and Prince Theodore appeared and slayed the dragon. It is said that many saw Michael, the archangel, appear to support him. Many were baptized when they saw this heroic feat. But the actual story begins long before that. Theodore's father was a Christian and was such a brave soldier that he was given the prince's daughter to be his wife. His new wife, however, scorned his faith. In a vision, Theodore's father was told to leave for Egypt, for his own safety, but that his young son would be okay and would eventually become a great Christian someday. Indeed, that son, Theodore, became a tremendous soldier himself, was given some 500 knights to command, and was named Prince Theodore of Esphalar. When they were in battle in the desert, the soldiers were thirsty for water. Theodore prayed for help crying out to God, and the resulting rain quenched their thirst. His faith was so impressive to the other soldiers that all of them converted to Christianity. In battle against the Persians, he was so successful that the king named him a hero of the Roman Empire and a ruler over the city of Otikos. My German and Italy, Italian is not too great. In time, he would find his father and be reunited. But his heroic, heroic acts, such as saving children from pagan sacrifices, upset the evil priests. They sought to have him beheaded, which the king granted. Having been slain, his mother, though not a believer, carried him to Egypt to be buried with his father. Theodore died a defender of the faith. He has since been remembered by the people of Italy and has been memorialized with statues like the one here. Now, from these two experiences, what are some souvenirs you could take back home to your own life experience or to your own organization? Ask yourself, who are the real dragons in your life? Who are the ones who threaten the very things you believe? In your daily endeavors, what does courage look like to you? Is courage itself real? Or is it a myth? Where do you draw the line in terms of what you believe and what you actually practice and do daily? 
could you be found of practicing what you believe is right? Courage can be defined as acting on what you value more than acting on your fears. We talked about that the other day with Maleficent Dragon. So what do you fear? What do you value? What will make you value more what you believe than what you fear? Today we had two stories of dragons. Tomorrow we'll visit not one, but two parks internationally to see the stories of two very different types of dragons. It might surprise you what we cover, so join us. In the meantime, if you like these kinds of stories and examples relating back to your life or business, consider joining us for our Walt Disney World Best Practices program. Four days this December, where you'll see best in business ideas come alive from Disney. We'll be in all four parks, including Disney's Hollywood Studios, as the new Rise of the Resistance opens. You'll definitely want to join us, so check it out on our Disney at work.com site or at our mother site, performancejourneys.com. Thanks for joining us. Whether it's work or play, remember, always follow the compass of your heart.